Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Peace. Welcome back to Regime Radio. My name is Basha and you're listening to A Young Black Muslima. This is a community of blossoming humans in which sometimes I do answer questions that make you think about your potential to make change. But you already know it's up to you. My answers are based off my experience and knowledge of self and understanding of my way of life, which is Islam. Believe me when I say I want for you what I want for myself. And today is the 92nd episode and we're going to talk about the Black Muslim struggle. This is the last episode of 2019 and I really wanted to make it impactful. I wanted to make it connect to where we are right now we have so many things that intersect our experience and so many things that we don't understand and that we want to believe is true but we don't understand what that looks like in so many ways so I'm saying this to say that before I became Muslim I had my own struggle as a black woman and it wasn't something that I can connect people with and necessarily for them to understand but more so I could only express because it was unique and I realized that there were so many other people like this so many amazing um artists and people that I connected with but everyone's individual experience is unique right so coming into Islam alhamdulillah in 2015 was a whole new door that I walked through with these same experiences and understandings. But I wanted to leave behind so much hurt and pain as far as racism and connectivity to who I was as a black woman who was not Muslim at the time. So now walking into my teen, alhamdulillah, I, I was able to see the world in a whole new light. I saw people as people and not as black, white, Asian, or Hispanic. I just saw them for who they were. And that was either good or bad. And that's what I still believe to this day, alhamdulillah. Like, I only see two types of people, good or bad people. I don't try to break off this kind of thing where, you know, everyone isn't, you know, or people are like their own um, person, like, depicted upon their race because that's ignorant. So, I will say that the black Muslim struggle has been becoming more louder every day because I realize we face so many struggles in the secular world that they carry on into Islam because a lot of people are following shaitan's own action of racism by not bowing down to Adam when Allah demanded him to. So we look at it like, oh, I was made from fire and he was made from clay. But instead of really looking at what can I learn from this experience? What can I learn from this individual? And why is this happening? Why do I need to kind of submit or connect to this individual, um, even though they're from a different way of life or a different culture or a different race so understanding that in connectivity with islam being black has come to be the most hardest hardest understanding i've ever had to really connect with and realize was that a lot of people in islam um whether they grew up muslim or not black white asian it doesn't matter have this kind of discrepancy towards africans in islam and black people that are muslim and they either think black people were converted to islam they couldn't have been generationally muslim or um they were in the nation of islam so one i thought that too And two, I didn't have as much knowledge as I should have had, but I did know about Africans that were Muslim. So I knew that there had to be a connectivity between African um, people, the continent of Africa, and black people here in America. So my struggle began when I realized that, you know, I needed to become in the nation to connect with who I was. And it became something that 
was such a struggle that I didn't even accept the nation's beliefs but I was like I have to be in the nation in order to you know understand and comply with my blackness in Islam and that was a struggle for me because I didn't believe in with a lot of the things that they believed in and a lot of the things that they said pertaining to Islam so moving forward I left taking I stopped taking MGT classes and that struggle became something where I had to, you know, a lot of people that were my friends didn't want to be my friends anymore. They just stopped talking to me because they thought that I was trying to attack their Islam or their deen when I just wanted them to, you know, want Islam. And I wanted for them what I truly wanted for myself. And that was Islam and, you know, love for the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, and really the truth about the deen. So that's one struggle that I think it's still happening to this day when in connectivity to my people, black people in the Dean here in America and just internationally. Um, and then another struggle was like accepting my blackness as Africanness so that I can actually practice my Dean and connect with African scholars. And that was me like really trying to connect with Africans. And sometimes it wasn't as easy because it was like, no, nah, you black. And then they go by your skin color, right? Because they are colonized mindset as well. Um, not all Africans, um, some are, if not most, are kind of like in this mindset of what beauty looks like. And so they look at you like, oh, you're Moroccan or you're North African or Somali. So you might have a different perspective of what West African Islam looks like and you might be afraid of it. So I say that to say that once I connected with the beauty of islam in such a, a a space where i found it to be you know in tariqa and in love for just reciting allah's names you know you know nasheeds and making dhikr i found it to be so beautiful alhamdulillah and it takes place a lot in senegal in senegambia and the car is like such a beautiful place i've never been inshallah but the people that come from there when they have these kind of like connections with their dean and they move on to the next phase of their life or the next level of their dean they understand that this is not something we can play with this is not something that we can continue to you know not make time for so i just connected with it even more i love like Literally, Africa made me fall so much more in love with Islam than ever before. So right then and there, I knew that this was who um, I needed to be, you know, not just for the sake of my deen, but for the sake of my soul and my community and uplifting myself. So from that struggle jumped now to back to racism, which I thought that I left that, you know, becoming Muslim. But I started to realize that Arabs did not really... Not all Arabs, um, some, if not most Arabs, did not really connect with black scholarship or African scholarships. And they just really seen Africans and black people as to be ignorant. So I found it to be so imperative for me to make a space where that intersectionality, that which I became Muslim, which was through hip hop and connecting them you know alhamdulillah it was definitely a lot that changed my heart to islam but really connecting with islam from being a hip-hop head and being connected to um my love for these conscious artists that talked about islam uh so connecting with that was like wow you know this is beautiful and it it intersects in so many ways because i'm from america you know I'm a 90s baby, so I connect with hip-hop in so many ways, um, especially the conscious side of it. So that struggle of bringing that into Islam was, like, seen as haram. But I realized that there were so many beautiful things, um, you know, poetry, nasheeds, 
songs that people would sing, you know, but they didn't look like me. And I didn't find that until I discovered uh, Native Dean, of course, alhamdulillah. And I saw that there was just this judgment of black people that wrote hip-hop lyrics, whether it was to educate a community or whether it was to uplift people in their deen to connect with Allah more. It was more so because there was this bad rap, this bad perspective of hip-hop and that automatically connected with black people. And that was just like not the truth that was only what propaganda would push and what media pushed so that people could stay away from hip-hop because just like islam hip-hop gets a bad rap too um because people may be doing acts of terror or whatever the case is but that doesn't mean that's the foundation of islam it doesn't mean that's the foundation of hip-hop so connecting that with my struggle really meant me just being me and i had to be me by breaking past the racism and seeing it as a sickness alhamdulillah and i did and i and i see it as it to this day it's not something that i can fix it's not something that i am willing to struggle and be distraught over like i used to be before i became muslim to fix but it's something that only allah can fix and only the person who is within this sickness of racism and bigotry is willing to remove their ego and heal so it has no place in Islam. It never will. And it has no place in hip-hop. And it never will. As you can see, so many people are connected with hip-hop. But people try to bring the race into the mix and try to define it that way. Yes, the foundation of it is black people and black culture. But the beauty of it is that anyone can take that on board. Not blackness or black culture, but take on the skill and be amazing at it. You know, And that's like Islam. Anyone could become Muslim and become an imam and become a sheikh because they love the deen and they have the accreditation and the correct um lineage of scholarship so when i say that i mean we have to understand that the black muslim struggle is rooted in islam it's rooted in our history you know not just Bilal, but so many sahaba that were black and we don't talk about it because we are afraid to now not be connected with islam as being our culture but it's not a culture it's a way of life it's a it's a deen it's a religion so being the being as though that struggle has become reality in so many ways that i wished it didn't i had to disconnect from a lot of people who i realized just wanted to appropriate black culture and just to have black people around but didn't really respect or really have friends you know that were black because their family didn't really connect with that being something that they should be around. So moving forward, building that community and building what that means is to build our understanding of love for one another. And what that struggle looks like is everyone's struggle across the board today. You know, Africans and Black people have been struggling for a while in humanity. And whether it's between us, whether we have African on black crime, Muslims on Muslim crime, whatever it is, we have to push past the sicknesses and realize that the struggle is only manifested by our own fears and our own ego. So once I realized that that was my ego pushing through and understanding that the struggles can be beautiful, I realized I needed to express this to the world. So this podcast was born. And Young Black Muslima isn't just a podcast that, you know, is to talk about 
the black muslim experience but it's just my experience it's a story of basha a young black muslima who is journeying through islam someone who is constantly learning her deen and constantly going through this roller coaster but wanting to just stay steadfast and just only elevating to be mu'min to be a sheikh inshallah to to learn my deen to become the best you know reciter of quran and really love past all of the struggles that i have gone through and connect with my ummah connect with my sisters and this podcast is not just for black muslim women um it's for women it's for women who want to make a difference for women who want to show what it looks like when we come together when we have positions of power and we treat them with gratitude and we just only want Allah to guide us in those positions because we want to come together as a humanity and it's only going to happen when we realize the greatness that we can do as sisters I appreciate you guys for just really like being here and being able to connect with me throughout this journey of this podcast and i want to be able to connect with so many more sisters um and bring them to islam bring them to the deen help them to see how amazing islam is and how empowering it is for women to stand firm in their beliefs to protect themselves and to love without fear i'm so grateful to be muslim alhamdulillah i just every day i'm so grateful for it allah has given me something just I get so emotional when I think about it because I know where I was before and I'm just so happy you know I'm so happy to be Muslim and I love Islam and I love Allah I love Prophet Muhammad for doing so much groundwork and all of the amazing people Isa you know Musa like all of the people that have come before Aisha, Khadija, like so many people that have come before that have helped us to be where we are today. We have to keep making dua for our ummah that we come together collectively so that we can build and make a new for the next generation and stop making the same mistakes as before. <sighs> Thank you guys so much. Please don't forget to support the podcast. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, Basha Regime. As you see right here, you can that's my name on IG, and you can go on my website, bashraging.com. Follow the podcast, Young Black Muslima, on Instagram, and go to my website, bashraging.com slash young black muslima, and you can definitely find more um ways to stream the podcast. If you, you know, have a friend that has an Android or doesn't know how to stream the podcast necessarily, I will be doing videos by the 100th episode i'm so excited thank you all for tuning in and consistently being a part of the podcast in collectiveness of what's going on because i do appreciate it and i do want to continue to do this and manifest a whole new reality for what this means for people who want to become muslim and people who are already muslim especially my sisters um shukran thank you i appreciate you